0: Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with Glenn Ambrose. And I'm here with Ben. Hey, Glenn. Hey, what's happening?
1: Nothing. No, uh, no Ambrose pause there. No? No. Yeah. That was oh. good. I don't know. You're getting
0: better at it. I'm gonna keep it. I'll keep it as is. No editing. Right. No. Not (laughs) not no. Definitely not. So today we're gonna get right into (laughs) it. What the heck are we talking about? We are talking about self work. All the work that we do is work on ourselves. Uh, What do you think about that, Ben?
1: Like everything that we do is work on ourselves. Yes, that's a strange concept, isn't it? Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense, like in a broad way. But what are you talking about more specifically? Like, <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, yeah, everything that we do, we're working on ourselves, like to be better people. Like, what? Blah blah blah. Yeah, what do you I, mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, that. Everything in our outside world is a reflection of what's going on in our inside world. So a lot of times, even if we think that, a lot of times we look outside of ourselves and say, if only this was this way, or if this person acted this way, then my life would be better. And there's two things wrong with that. One, we can't control other people. So if that is what's determining whether we're happy or not, we're screwed <laughs> because we can't control them. Um, and then the other thing is, is that the only thing we can do is work on ourselves. So we have to, you know, if if uh, if we can't make ourselves happy by doing the work on ourselves, then we're screwed then too you know it's if you think if you slow down and look at it if you think any other way you're in trouble because you're putting your destiny in other people's hands and you have no control and that's when that's when fear comes in you know it's it's a fearful world we live in if we're putting our fate into the hands of anything outside of ourselves
1: okay so um, I get that i get- I get what you're saying um as a general concept uh can we go into some specific examples like um
0: yeah like work is a common one, yeah, you know usually what when we're in a workplace, we're sitting there going, you know with you know, my coworker's is a pain in the ass, or my my boss is this, and you know, if they would only see things my way, then you know, then everything would be all right, right? Um, and basically, that's the, the only thing we have to do is is the work on ourselves. You know, if our circumstances dictate our happiness, we're in trouble. So we need to find a way to be happy where we are. That doesn't mean. That we can't change our circumstances. You know, sometimes it's necessary to leave a job. But what we usually do is we focus on the job and we leave that one. Then we find out that we're miserable in the next job and miserable in the next job. Because there's always something...
1: Because you're only dealing with the outside problem.
0: Right. You're only dealing with the outside problem, and, and it's all inside work. So okay. um, until you deal with that, you're just going to relive the same problem over and over again because it's, it's a reflection of you. So if you do the inside work and you find, you find some peace and some happiness in your life by working on yourself... Then one of two things is going to happen. Either the outside world is going to start to shift to be a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So all of a sudden, that boss starts seeing things your way, or uh, the coworker starts leaving you alone. Because, I mean, for the for those things to be happening in your world, there's a reason for it. There's something for you to learn in that situation. There's a reason for you to grow in that situation. So if you learn the lesson that you're there to learn and find peace and happiness in that situation, oftentimes it starts shifting the people around you. And if that doesn't happen, well, then sometimes it, it, there is a time where you can leave a job. If you're being, you know... The, See, where people get confused with this is, is they think that uh, when I start talking like this, they'll say, well, um, you know, I'm being abused at work, so I'm supposed to just sit there and take it and be happy. It's like, no. I mean, you know, <laughs> this isn't a substitute for self-care in the way of setting healthy boundaries with people. If somebody is abusing you, then you need to set a healthy boundary or get away from them. Period. You know, I mean, this is just normal um, unhappiness in work situations,
1: right? Because this, what you're saying is like the situation at work might be might be rough, um, because of how your boss is treating you, or how a co-worker is treating you, or what the situation just is with something. Um, but the only thing that you can do is work on your ability to to deal with that situation or to change the circumstances in some way of that situation. So, like, the only thing that you can control is yourself right? in the situation, whether that means leaving it or finding a different way to look at it or figuring out what is the thing that's causing the situation. Is that...
0: Yeah, it's what you need to do is when you start looking inside of yourself for the solution instead of outside of yourself, then you have a better chance in finding the solution. If you're looking outside yourself, then you're a victim. You know, they're doing this to me, and I can't control it. That's a helpless place to be coming from. But even if, somebody's, if somebody is treating you unfairly, like, if a boss is treating you unfairly, if you're a victim, then you're sitting there going, I'm being treated unfairly. Okay, well, what's your solution? Well, to complain, usually, sometimes to quit my job. Those are all actions taking out of frustration, and generally they don't work. But if you start looking inside and you say, okay, well, I'm being treated unfairly. Well, what can I do? within myself. Well, I can love and respect myself enough to not be treated that way. Then if you then that can induce you to set some healthy boundaries. So if you're being treated unfairly, you can say to your boss, you know, or or their boss or whatever you need to do, you can take action out of self-love. And set up a healthy boundary out of self-love. No, and it's not out of anger and frustration. You know, it looks a lot different if you're just sitting there saying, "You know, this is this is unfair," and I don't want to be treated this way. Then, I mean, a lot of times, there's avenues you can go. If one, either your boss might take it differently if you come at him from that point of view instead of out of frustration. Um, two, a lot of times is. HR departments that will help you with that type of stuff. If you go in there angry and frustrated and yelling, a lot of times, you know, they they're just trying to calm you down. <laughs> you know, they're not really seeing the boss as the problem. They're seeing you as the problem. Um and then sometimes yeah, you do need to leave a job, but if you leave a job and you're doing it out of calmness and self-love, then you're probably going to handle it better and you know you you could even walk out of there with with good recommendations i mean it's just everything is handled differently when you do it out of self love than if you do it out of frustration
1: um so that sounds a lot to me like the uh like the topic that we covered a few weeks ago of um not dwelling in misery yeah um basically like what you're saying is, the, in in the circumstance with work, which is the first thing that we're covering, there's there are outside circumstances that are making you unhappy, and but the the work that you need to do to to become happy in that situation or to change that situation is is on yourself. It's not outward. You know, right. it, it starts with you. Is that? Yeah. Am I okay?
0: Yeah, and there's there's. Things that we need to do. I mean, you know, if if we're being treated like crap for a long period of time, it's usually because we feel we deserve it. You know, so if you start changing that, the way you feel about yourself and start doing the work on that, all of a sudden your self-esteem starts rising. And what was acceptable before isn't acceptable anymore. You know, and it's because not everybody... In most situations, not everybody is treated equally. If you have a boss that's just kind of an average run of the mill pain in the butt, you know, there are certain people he will screw with and there's certain people he won't. There's a reason for that because some people will put up with it and some people won't, you know, and that's how most people are. Yeah. You, you have plenty, you know, there are bosses out there and just generally people that are so caught up in their anger that they just lash out at everyone around them well if you work in one of those types of offices then as your self-esteem raise rises you're probably going to be going out and finding a new job because this, you know he's so caught up or she's so caught up in her anger that, that nothing's going to change them which, which is fine, and that's one of those situations where you find yourself leaving after you do the self-work, but it's still doing the self-work first. It's still, you know, if you leave just because you don't like the situation and you don't work on yourself, then you're just going to find yourself in another crappy situation. If you do the work on yourself and then leave out of self-love, then when you get somewhere else, you're going to find yourself in a better situation. Because you're not going to take a job if you care about yourself. Generally, you're gonna when you interview for the next job, <laughs> you, you, you're gonna know that you're that that person is a complete jerk and there's no way you want to work for them. Right. And you won't take the job, you know. But if you don't feel good about yourself, you'll probably take that job and find yourself in a similar situation.
1: That's great advice. Um, the idea of work and how negative situations in work um can relate to you doing work on yourself to fix them or to get yourself out of those situations um has been covered what about at home um <laughs> i feel like the and what what the the thing that pops in my head right now is um that old saying like uh to love someone else you have to love yourself first right like that kind of a thing like if they're yeah so is that i don't know what what yeah, what just, is the situation at home like how do you how do you transfer this from work to home
0: Well, it's it's uh pretty much the same thing you know it's if we're waiting on you know spouses are the the most obvious example but i mean it can be anybody that you're in a relationship with, uh, a parent-child relationship, a sibling relationship, um, a friendship, any relationship, it's, you know, we spend so much time just pointing the finger out at the other person saying, if they did this, then things would be okay. And it's, it's not, my point is not that the other person is right, or that, um, that, one person is right and one person is wrong. It has nothing to do with that. It's not, it's not uh, accepting bad behavior. It's, you know, it's just understanding that at the end of the day, all the work that you can do can only be done on yourself. You know, It's like when you're working with people in a relationship. If you work with two people in a relationship at the same time, that are struggling, it's obviously better to work with them both. You have them both looking for a solution. Uh, You're talking to them both so they're on the same page. It's obviously has some benefits by doing it that way. However, the actual work, if you break it down and look, like um, for marriage counseling, for example, if you really break it down and look at the work that the counselor would have the other people doing, it's self-work. You know, the husband can only work on the husband. The wife can only work on the wife. Now, they, they go to counseling together, so they feel like they're working on a relationship. Well, the relationship will take care of itself if the husband does what the husband needs to do and the wife does what the wife needs to do. Then they will be healthier and be able to relate in a healthier way within their relationship. But, it, it's not what happens is the the reason that people get confused about that is because the um it's almost trickery you know it's not intended like that yeah. but it kind of is because it's like when when the wife is sitting there and um the counselor is telling the husband that they need to do something then the wife is going okay good You tell him that he needs to do that because that's the problem, absolutely. So then they get appeased by it. And then they look at the wife and they say, okay, you need to do this while he's doing that. And they go, oh, okay, well. You know the the actual problem's getting solved anyway because he's it's he's the problem and he's working on that. And then meanwhile, that you know, as the wife is being told what to do, the husband's doing the same thing. The husband's going like, "Oh yeah, good because now see, she's really she's going to do the work, (laughs) and she now our marriage is going to be okay because she's going to fix what's wrong, right? You know, and
1: because I'm fine, right? They're going to change, right? And that's what the real problem problem is. Yeah.
0: If you're in an unhealthy relationship, the problem is both of you right <laughs> you know and as you work through these things and again this is any relationship even uh, you know it, it's it, it's any relationship as you do the work on yourself you are going to get healthier you can't control what the other person does uh, including a boss situation. You can't control whether a boss reacts in a healthy way to you or whether they don't. You can't control whether your spouse does their inside work or whether they don't. But what you can do as you work on yourself is you're going to get healthier. And then whatever happens in that situation, it's out of your control anyway. So whatever (laughs) happens, you're going to be okay with Because God forbid if the relationship, uh, husband and wife relationship, falls apart because the other one doesn't do their work, well, you're going to be okay because you did your work. Yeah. And, you know, uh, a marriage falling apart is a difficult situation, so the healthier you are, the better you're going to handle it. But if the relationship stays together, then obviously you're going to have done your work and you're going to handle that well also. So either way... You're better off if you do your work and that's the only thing you have control over anyway
1: I just feel like there's i you know I feel like uh like the the relationships and we and when when you say relationships as, as you said all types of relationships we're not just talking about husband and wife right. or girlfriend boyfriend or or whatever it's not uh not necessarily an intimate relationship um Or should I use the term sexual relationship? Because it's intimate, like, friends. Yeah, not romantic. uh, Not necessarily a romantic relationship, but interpersonal relationships, friends, uh, relatives, stuff like that. Anyone that you're close to. If there's ever friction, I feel like friends, relatives, and romantic uh, partners are always quick to blame the other person. Oh yeah, it's just more than anything. Like,
0: yeah, it's very reactionary. Yeah, you know how we deal with things. It's very reactionary, and who really wants to look at themselves? I don't. And, and hell no. I mean, that's you know, it's uncomfortable. You don't want to sit there and be like, "I'm wrong," you know. But when we do that, that's that's where we find the solution. When we work on ourselves, and as these relationships grow, they will grow in a healthy way. Or they will no longer exist, which everybody has this huge fear that this, you know, a relationship would end. And it's, you know, I mean, I I get that it can be sad. Of course it can be sad. I mean, I've been in relationships that, that I've lost and been sad after. I mean, of course, but that it doesn't mean that it's not better for me you know right. and it, and it always has as long as my focus is my personal growth my life keeps getting better and better and better and the people that come into my life keep getting better and better and better and i keep my happiness level keeps rising you know and the people that fall off do i miss them sometimes i do sometimes it's like boy you know they they were a very important part of my life yeah but if I look at them as what they were, you know, if I take the victim out of it and look back and go, wow, I really grew through that time and we really did have some good times during that time, okay, good. Well, you know, that's, that's like, uh, you know, if, if you enjoy something adventurous and you go skydiving, you know, and you look back on it and you go, oh, that was a fun time, you know, I really enjoyed going skydiving. Well, there's no emotional charge, so you can look back on it with, with, you know, joy and be like, wow, that was a fun time. Well, you can get to that point with relationships, too, that at loss. You can look back on it and go, wow, I really had some fun times with them. But you have to get the emotional charge out of there from the loss first. And the only way you're going to do that is by working on yourself you know so at the end of the day it's sometimes you know this, to me this is one of those situations where if you're looking at somebody that that recently lost uh a relationship that that they really cared about that person and you're saying okay well everything is for your benefit and and it's for the best anyway yeah that's a hard pill to swallow because they're caught up in the pain, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it takes some time to—well, I think almost always it takes time to be able to get to that point where you start seeing things differently, you know? But if you're, if you're walking in that direction, eventually you'll get there, and that's by looking within yourself, seeing what you could learn from it. And if you learn from your relationships, then you'll have better ones— As you move forward If you don't learn from them You're doomed to repeat them That is
1: That's great Because if you don't learn from them And you don't try to do the work on yourself Then it's never going to get better Because As I said about Seven to eight minutes ago You can't love someone else Unless you love yourself Yes Boom Fortune cookie Done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Multiple prints. Get it out there. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Please uh, put my initials on it. I had the the uh, I I heard a phrase another way that I like too, and it's uh, when you're when when you meet somebody that that's very special, and you go through that period of falling in love, and and you look in their eyes and you see this, you just you you get that love feeling inside of you. When you get that that's actually self love what they are is a good mirror for you so you connect with them on some level and you're seeing the love that's within yourself reflecting back at you so when you but we make the mistake we think that they are the source of love so we attach to them we go oh, i when i'm around them i feel good they they make me feel loved you know like it's like like it's something outside of you that is the love and it's not everything happiness joy peace love everything comes from within so they are just reflecting back to you the love that you have within you know so that's why they say you have to love yourself before you can love somebody else because if you if you don't have any love for yourself within then, when you're looking at somebody else, it's not reflected back as strongly. You know? Yeah, and we all have some love for ourselves, of course. Yeah. So, so when you look in somebody else's <laughs> eyes, it just depends on how much you attach that love to an outside source. Right. If you if you think it's that person that that the love is coming from, well, then <laughs> I hate to say it, but you're in trouble to yeah. some degree because you can't you know. It's this... I, we mentioned this before, too. It's that, you know, you complete me. No, y- you complete yourself. You know? <laughs> You're self-contained. You've got everything you need within. Other people can be wonderful reflections of of how wonderful you are. but um, But you have everything you need within. So there. That's all I have to say about that. In that movie... <laughs> Was Tom
1: Cruise Jerry Maguire? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I've i never seen it.
0: Oh, my God. I know.
1: I think this is like the third time we've referenced and, it on and the that, podcast.
0: And that's a good testament how, of how popular that quote is. Everybody on the planet knows the quote, p- even people who haven't even seen the movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? That And that's the movie that uh, you had me at hello. Yeah. And show me the money. Yeah, comes from and right. the
0: human head weighs eight pounds.
1: <laughs> help me, help you, help me to help you, help yeah. me to help, help you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: help me, help you, help me, help you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that sometimes, you know. As a life, I'm coach. I'm sure you do. Yeah. As a life coach, I'm like, please just do the inside work. I know it sounds whacked, but help me, help you. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> How um. Is there another way is there i mean is there another have, movie we can reference we this? have worked, <laughs> uh, we can we can reference tons of movies um is there another direction uh where this another place another area in life where this uh work on yourself you know we have we have work we have uh your job um we have interpersonal relationships at home both romantic and with family and friends. Um
0: I mean really it's all areas. Yeah. You know, so um I don't know that you know signaling out something else would help, but um you know, I guess maybe to touch on that point is you can be sitting at home on the couch unemployed with nobody visiting, not talking to anybody, completely self-contained. And if you're unhappy, it's still your fault
1: <laughs> you know? that's great that's yeah
0: it's you know it's self work then too it's always self work so you know if you're around people and you're pointing a finger at them that's um one thing I heard is if you if you point your finger at somebody, there's three more pointing back at you. oh wow, you know so there's it's it's always about us, yeah if we do the work on ourselves then we'll feel fulfilled and and when and if there's correct action to take we'll take it we'll see it we'll know what to do you know if you're in a situation where where um let's let's say you're walking down a street and you need to turn up an alley to get to another street and you're walking down and and you look down one alley and you see about 10 guys um pushing somebody around, you don't walk down that alley. Right? <laughs> you know, it's pretty self-evident. You're like, okay, yeah. that looks like trouble. I don't think I'll head in that direction. I think I'll take a different one where that isn't going on. It's very obvious. And it's that's how things are when we work on ourselves. If we're if we're happy with ourselves and we do the inside work, if you're if you're in a uh job situation and Yeah, like you can see it. If if a boss talks to uh, an adult, sometimes you you can see this. A boss might like swear at an adult or put an adult down, and the adult will actually take it because they feel like they're they're not worthy to stand up. They they need to do some work on their self love. But yeah, if uh, a child, you know, swears at an adult. Or puts an adult down. They'll put them right in their place. No, that's unacceptable. Well, they feel worthy in that case. You know? So it's, it's that obvious. It's just if somebody disrespects you and you love yourself, it's just going to be not acceptable. It's not a big deal. It's not this, oh, my God, can you believe what he did to me and how dare he? No, it's just, no, you, you just don't talk to me like that. Period it's not going to happen you know and that's that's where it's just such a big difference than acting out of uh frustration and acting out of self love you know there's not that big argument that goes on and this big turmoil and it's not complicated it's very simple you just don't talk to me like that yeah you know and and something will shift if you stand your ground like that all right um
1: well this was a this is a very interesting topic today. Um, if True people, that. Yeah. Uh, not much
0: laughter, though.
1: No, not much laughter. Let's get some laughter in here. No. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Did we think, fill our quota? <laughs> yes. I think we did. All right. Um. Okay. So, where, if people want to get started on their inner working on themselves, and they want your help, how can they do that? How can they reach you? Where can they find you?
0: Well, if they can enter into a deep meditation oh, God. and focus on Glenn Ambrose. Come back.
1: Come back. Oh, oh, you're, going, okay. or, you're going too far.
0: Or we could, <laughs> or oh, you could just find me at uh, life-enhancement-services.com uh, or my Facebook page, Life Enhancement Services or my personal Facebook page, Glenn Ambrose.
1: All right. Was well, that I better than the
0: meditation technique?
1: I think that that's a good, like, fourth way for people to try to reach you. Yeah. If they don't have a computer or a phone, or
0: yeah, then just focus anything on else. Levitating just focus. Being yeah. Me.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, oh man! All right. Cool. All right. Well,
0: <laughs> well. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. This podcast is presented by New Shore Productions, executive producers Glenn Ambrose, Benjamin Barber, and David DeAngelis.